The BBT Show. Welcome to the Brandon Beef and Tom Show, the show that makes you feel smarter by comparing yourself to the host. Starring Brandon. I want to get rich or die broke try. Beef. A date which will live in infamy. That's the Gettysburg Address, right? And Tom. You paid $40 for that? Hey everybody, welcome back to the BBT show. This is episode number nine. This is Beef coming from Hawaii. We also got uh, Brandon and Tom coming from... Is this from, episode uh, number nine? Tom Studio. Numero Hueve, as they say in Spain. So we've done it. That's right. Seven episodes is where everybody gives up. We made it to nine. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're got, almost to ten. We got over the hump. Put out a whole series. We switched to bi-weekly. Which means we've all been exploring different things in our personal lives. No, wait, that's not what that means, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Thomas. Bi-weekly. We're twice as weak as we were before. No, we're out every other two weeks now. It's been much more sustainable to use a, a buzzword in probably the wrong contest, I think. <laughs> every other week now. So have it. It's been a while. How you guys been? Been good. So the reason why we decided to go bi-weekly is... That we all work full-time jobs, obviously, and Beef is in a different time zone. And in order to put the amount of time into each episode that we wanted to to make it the best we could, it just made sense to have two weeks to do that. So That's right. So if the episodes suck now, we really have no excuse. We have no excuse because we're putting even more time into each one. <laughs> we want to start though. doing some videos and we want to maybe do like a blog or something like that in order to be able to do other things and put out more products from the BBT show. It's been necessary to to have more time in between episodes. So, mm-hmm. and we're working on getting some more endorsements. So, be on the lookout for those. <laughs> yeah, maybe some more endorsements for famous people. Yeah, I think so. We'll do our best to get them on here. <laughs> so, beef. What is this new normal that everybody's talking about? The new normal. So, you know. With the whole pandemic and everything, has really, really changed the way we do things. I know Brandon's seen it in his workplace, and Tom, when you're meeting with everybody, and you know, even at gatherings, you know, we've all seen it, right? It's just socially a different world now. It's a very different place than it was a year and a half yeah. ago. <laughs> man, I even like will see things like when I'm out in public now and be like, man. I thought that was like completely normal a year ago. And now when I see somebody do that, it's like. Was it someone sticking their tongue in a stranger's ear? I no, do that. Like, and people get really judgy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not socially acceptable. Earwax tastes funny. <laughs> yeah. So instead of debating things like uh, should vaccines be mandated, should masks be mandated, and what should go on in the statewide or national level in terms of lockdowns, we're going to be talking about just kind of our culture and society at large and what's normal now, what should be normal Stuff like that, right? And we've got some differences of opinion, I think, but it's going to be interesting to see how this all hashes out. I think somewhere we'll fall in between, but I think so too. Well, I haven't seen you guys in a couple of years, you know. I'd just like to give you all a great big old hug. That's how, do, how do you guys feel right. about hugs? Beef, we can't do hugs anymore, don't you know? It's against the law. It's against the law. <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci. They'll shut your power off, don't you know that? <laughs> Every basically every smart person who has ever lived said that we're not allowed to look at each other or touch each other. So nope, sorry, I don't care if we don't see each other for another ten years. Yeah. I will do uh, perhaps a curtsy. <laughs> perhaps he's really good at those. <laughs> perhaps some jazz hands to show my enthusiasm when I see you. But yeah, no, no, no more hugs. But even if I uh, spray myself with a whole bottle of Lysol, you won't let me hug you. Still, if you spray Lysol directly under your eyeballs, then I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hug, Beef. Hey, appreciate it, Brandon. At least you will. Tom won't. But. This is all kind of a joke, but where we were going with this is like, like our hugs outdated. Should they be part of the quote-unquote new normal? What do you think, Tom? I'm okay with never hugging again, unless I, I have like a few exceptions. If you're related to me, the, and if you really want to hug... I will hug you. I act like people want to, like people just can't wait to see me. <laughs> There's a Tom does a line outside his house where people stop by. Yeah, <laughs> I live on the highway. He's a super huggable guy. He causes a lot of traffic jams. No, I, I realize not everybody's dying to, to touch me. <laughs> but my my thought is, if I'm not related to you, my mind is telling me no. But my body, my body is 
Just telling me yes. That was pretty good. <laughs> it was better than I expected when he started singing. Uh, the glass in the window didn't crack. So I've been learning to sing from a diaphragm. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? Got some pointers. Brandon's got a word of the day toilet paper, and diaphragm must have been on there. <laughs> we got 2023. Be performing in a city near you. Yeah. If you live close to Rosedale. I didn't know Brandon was taking singing lessons. What were Yeah, hugs. My thought is, if I'm not related to you, I don't need a hug. So I realize that I have a lovely wife, Lady Prego, the Muffin Winch, all one and the same, and uh, two small children in my house. So I'm not lacking for physical affection, thankfully. I know some people like live with their cats or whatever, and they see somebody, and they're like, ah, my soul needs some affection or whatever. But uh, I just, no, we, we don't need to hug. Just stop it. Stop it. It doesn't need to come back. What do you guys think? I don't know. There's times where I think it's okay, but like, if I'm not close to you, if we don't have a personal relationship, then do not hug me. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'm on the same page with Brandon. If you wouldn't come to my house and have dinner, or I wouldn't come to your house and have dinner, then probably don't hug me. If we don't have private conversations about things that are going on in our life, then probably don't hug me. I guess what What, I'm saying is... What about a... I mean, there's there's exceptions. If I see somebody really upset at work and they're crying and their dog just died and something really bad has happened, then I'll offer them a hug to console them. But like, like they're we all know that person that is out there hugging everybody at the family reunion, or and it's awkward and it's not like just a a hug. It's like an embrace. I would say at the family reunion, that's okay. At the Walmart, man, it's just like, and then you feel like there's like this weird, like obligation to do it, mm-hmm. to hug back. Yeah. Sometimes I just go into flagpole mode. I put my arms straight by my side and just like, <laughs> I guess that's, so that's part of where it gets weird for me. It's like when I go to a funeral and like, if they're I, in the casket, you probably shouldn't hug them. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if I if I went to a funeral, if somebody in your family died, Tom, and like I come to your your funeral, like, and I felt like I should hug a member of your family or whatever, and I did that, and then I come to like the person on the end who maybe I don't know, or you know, <laughs> like, and then you feel like obligated to like, and that person too, they're probably feeling the same way. Like, you know, if I've came through and gave you a hug and gave your mom a hug, and like I get to that person and like. I don't want to hug them. They don't want to hug me. <laughs> but there's this like, awkward, like, it's almost like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know Have mean, you ever yeah. experienced that? Like, No, I just never hug. <laughs> but, yeah, I know what you mean. I've but, seen it in action. Like, yeah. there's some kind of embrace that happens, and you feel okay with it out of three of the five people. But then there's, like, or four out of five of the people, and then there's, like, this one person that you're like, man, I. You resort to the half hug where you just kind of, like, rotate 90 degrees and pat them on the back. And man, I'm weird about like, especially like emotional situations anyway. So like a funeral is a weird place for me anyway. I do not like to go to them. We shouldn't mm-hmm. enjoy it. Probably. <laughs> I know that, but like, I just feel, I don't want to go at all. I just, yeah. I just don't like it. I don't, the whole thing is just weird for me. And I like when my family dies, I don't even want to go. Like it just, I just don't like funerals are just like touchy feely situations anyway. And then. Like, there's always, even if it doesn't come to a hug, like, there's always somebody that you don't really know. And I don't, some, be, to be honest, sometimes I just keep walking. Like, I don't even talk to that person. <laughs> That's pretty harsh. And, and I'm a really know? social person, but, like, man, I just, like, I don't know what to say. Like, one of our friends' grandpas died not too recently ago, and, like, there was, like, an uncle or a cousin or somebody, and I didn't know them, and they didn't know me, and they looked at me, and they didn't know who I was, and I didn't know who they were, and we neither one knew what to say to each other. So Brandon just sprinted out of the so room. So I just, like, <laughs> I don't know. You look like you were going to do the, I like, the finger snap, like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, saw somebody else that I knew, and I, like, pointed at him and was like, what's up? And they, I could tell the person that was okay that I had done it to. Because yeah, they appreciated it. They didn't know what to say to me either. Yeah, if it's a female, I definitely don't hug them if I don't know them very, 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 very well. Because I just assume that that makes them uncomfortable. I might like try to shake their hand or just like maybe like just kind of like air pat their elbow. <laughs> like, Sorry for your loss, but yeah. 
that was the first funeral I've been to recently. They didn't have any COVID restrictions though, and that that could change. But Is we that, went to the same funeral. If you guys haven't figured yeah. that out yet, <laughs> beef. What were you? What were you saying? Oh no, I was, I was just asking about the the bro hug. I figured Brandon was all about that. The bro hug. The bro hug works a lot of times, especially if like. It's a it's a time where you feel it's like, like a half hug. Yeah, somebody you you think somebody's going to try to come in on you with a little bit too much love, <laughs> throw your hand out, like get that handshake and just give them the back pat. I, I yeah. see. It's it's less like it's less personal, but it it still says like mm, you know I got you, but it's not. <laughs> I, I think Tom's into the bro hug over the hug. Well, if I had to choose between the two, I don't know. Tom doesn't like handshakes or hugs. <laughs> it's literally both in the same. <laughs> That's true. I yeah, I would prefer no hug at all. But if I had to choose between the two, the bro hug is better. I'm down for a good bro hug. <laughs> he looks forward to it. <laughs> you said something about dapping it up, beef. Yeah, I, I figure you were into that uh, pop culture term. Why do you think I'm into that beef? Well, you're all into all the new new stuff. Oh, I thought maybe you were going to say because I date a black girl. <laughs> no <laughs> no the bro hug for me is i don't know like i never know exactly how to do it with different people because like everybody does it a little differently um and i'm around several different races and several different ages and so like i never know when to go in with like the regular handshake or, or you know the, what they're expecting yeah so and then like you know, I don't know how they th- expect me to react. So, you know what I hate is when you shake a guy's hand and he just like pulls you in. And he's like, "Nah, we're hugging." Mm-hmm. And then like, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm a little bit short. I'm I'm under average height, but I'm not like real short. He brings you in, puts you in his man titties. Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Get in here, and motorboat these titties, boy. <laughs> he pulls me, he pulls me in, and I'm like engulfed in his chest stomach area I'm like this suffocating is, this is not what i wanted <laughs> you know it's like there's a sea monster <laughs> it's like this is this isn't what i wanted so stop i'm Let picturing like a very uh mr baseball tom you know, Selleck. yeah i'm picturing like this very tom Selleck guy with like the open shirt and the chest yeah. <laughs> and like putting tom's head right in there and that big sweaty man chest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tom's like face being like this is not what i want <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of my dad. Every time he wears like a button-up shirt, he always leaves the top one undone. And it's like the freaking Lorax from Dr. Seuss. There's stuff like a growth trying to escape from the top of his shirt. Is your dad a hairy guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, think I've is. ever noticed that. He is, yeah. He's sort of like Robin Williams was, R.I.P. In a more professional environment, when they don't typically do like bro hugs and stuff like that, since we're not doing the, the handshakes, how do you guys feel about things like nuts and chicken wings? I like Nux. I think. It, it's slightly less professional, but it's also kind of more fun. Um, mm-hmm. Calvin, our, my three-year-old, knows now. When you get Nux, you go bonk and then go, you know, he has his own sound effects for it. So that's nice. <laughs> one, of, one of our, like, big bosses um, with my company, he always gives Nux. And uh, it's kind of cool because, like, it's still like a greeting from him, but at the same time, it's like it makes him seem more personable, considering that he's like way higher up the you know ladder than the rest of us. But he comes in, and, you know, like you would normally go up to a person like that and shake their hand and you know be really careful about what you say. And like when he comes in and does that, he's like, "Yo, what's up, man? It's good to see you." And he like gives you nucks that like to me, it makes him more personable, I guess, and more easier to talk to and than a handshake. Yeah, because. It, like, brings him, you know, when he gives you the nux, it kind of feels like he's, like, hey, what's up on, like, a personable level instead of, does that make sense? Yeah. It makes him more approachable because he's not, like, stuck up and my head's up here. Yeah. Do you guys know who Howie Mandel is? No, never heard of him. Do you know who he is? Oh, Pete? yeah. Yes, I know who Howie Mandel is. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were serious. Oh, you know, he's been doing the nux forever because he's, like, a serious germaphobe. He's a few things. He's like the original. <laughs> Did you guys know that though? He's always yeah, done nuts. Like super mm-hmm. OCD too. Yeah, and so that's that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah, like Beef said, he's the originator. He's a trendsetter. I don't, do you have anything you want to say on nuts or chicken wings, Beef? 
I like the Nux. Um, I can definitely see where Brandon's coming through with that in the, uh, you know, in the workplace, and you know, maybe people feel more comfortable talking to, you know, higher ups instead of uh, doing the handshake, doing the Nux. I mean, still personable, and uh, yeah, gets the job done just like the handshake. I think it used to be funny to me. Like Nux are usually when. You- before all this stuff, COVID, if somebody's giving you nuts, usually they were just like really laid back. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're, hey, what's up? Like that. But it, it was always funny to That's me. That's what I was honestly trying to say when I was talking about the. Oh, it's the like laid back. It was kind of like, <laughs> like he's like a laid back guy and you don't have to like pretend to be something around him type of. Like pray that your eye yeah. contact and handshake yeah. were perfect. Yeah. But it was always it would always crack me up if you met somebody who's kind of like geeky and wound up tight. But if they were excited to see, you, they'd be like, "What's up?" And then they would like stick their arm out and then like stop it abruptly mm-hmm. for the next. Or they like <laughs> throw it up like like Michael Jordan when he hits like the game winner shot. They'd like throw it up and hang it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> Not cool, but but uh, very likable. I think. <laughs> Just the Coley style. You ever seen that movie? Uh-uh. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> um, hey, bud, let's party. <laughs> how do you want to bring up the washing hands and hand sanitizer? Wash your freaking hands. That's how I want to bring it up. <laughs> I don't think we need to. That's Brandon's health tip for If you day. go to the bathroom, wash your freaking hands. <laughs> Common if you, sense. If you go to the bathroom at your house, wash your freaking hands. If you go to the bathroom in public... <laughs> Wash your freaking hands. <laughs> Go to the bathroom at a restaurant. Wash your hands. <laughs> what about if they put hand sanitizer in the bathroom? Would that be acceptable? I, I thought you should wash your hands. <laughs> hand sanitizer is like for, like, if you don't have a sink readily available. Like, if I'm at, like, a ball game or something and I'm going to eat some popcorn, maybe I'll use some hand sanitizer, but, like, if if a sink is there with soap, it's better than and hand sanitizer. Though. I feel like go for the sink and the soap. Yeah, how freaking lazy are you that you have to use hand but, sanitizer instead of wash your freaking? We're hand. trying to to cater to the people that don't wash their hands after using the restroom, which I think is just absolutely disgusting. Like, well, I will say in a porta potty, I feel much better about there being a big jug of hand sanitizer on the wall because usually there's no sink. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> at least it's hand sanitizer. That's the here. one. Scenario where, <laughs> where it's okay, <laughs> where I would not. Where it's acceptable, I would rather probably not. <laughs> In a porta potty, man, I'm just trying to get out of there as quick as I can, <laughs> and like not touch anything. Like I don't lock the door when I go in one. Like next time we all go golfing, me and Beef are gonna tip the porta potty. I'm gonna like, <laughs> and then we're gonna drive away. <laughs> like I will find you eventually, and we are going to fight. <laughs> Brandon, you should be uh, ten years later. I'm not well, going to think well that's funny. Porta potty etiquette going to all those concerts. Yeah, well, most concerts don't really have that many porta potties. That you know, if you go to like a stadium concert, though, they've got the trough. <laughs> yeah, the, the trough. There's the trough. <laughs> that's a weird, weird thing. <laughs> that's right. a whole other topic right there. But like, wash your freaking ads. Brandon's health tip for the day. That's what. If nothing else, I've talked to people about it, and it's like, I don't take it lightheartedly because I know a lot of people have been affected seriously by it, either by health reasons for someone they knew or maybe their business or whatever. But if nothing else, hopefully this pandemic has gotten people to think about germs. Like, mm-hmm. for some reason, there's this, like, good old boy, I'm a man mentality where, like, I don't need to wash my hands. Yeah. The hell with that, man. Yeah. After they I finish washing your hands for bitches. Or- yeah, after they finish picking their nose and their, yeah. And I'm not one of these guys that thinks guys have to wear skinny pants and talk about their feelings and cry in public or whatever, but I hate that mentality. I hate the <laughs> I'm a man mentality. I don't wash my hands. It just makes me <laughs> makes me want to lose my mind. And I, I, like I said, in the past, I work in a restaurant, and I would say 75% of dudes do not wash their hands after they pee. There's and quite a few of them that will, will go take a shit and not wash their hands. And that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but, like, and I've asked dudes before, like, I'm friends with them, about, man, why don't you wash your hands after you go to the bathroom? And they'll be like, well, man, it's only my dick. I know where it's been. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but 
you're going to touch things that I'm going to touch and I don't want to touch your dick. And <laughs> like you touch the, uh, the toilet flusher there and 48 other dudes in the last 10 minutes just touched their dick and touched that. So you touched all their dicks too. And now you're going to go put food in your mouth. Hey, Donnie, know. can you pass me those cheddar biscuits? <laughs> exactly. I remember back when I chewed tobacco, like, it would all, like, I hated when people would be like, man, can I get a chew? I'd be like, did you wash your hands when you beat? Because <laughs> oh, I ain't about to be putting your dick in my mouth like it ain't going to happen. So, <laughs> yeah, wash your hands, man. It's not that hard. Like, soap and water. <laughs> I don't even have to talk about oh, the man. pandemic to have an opinion about this. Like, well, like, uh, it's brought that. Brandon's very passionate about. Uh, yeah. Well, it's brought that back to the forefront. Well, not back. It's brought it to the forefront. Is like, wash your hands. All those PSA saying, wash your hands and mask up. Like, if nothing else, I'm glad that people are being reminded to wash their hands. But I still feel like there's people out there, like you said, that are like, they think it makes them cool or rebellious yeah. or whatever. I'm an independent thinker. I don't need to wash my hands. <laughs> Look at me. All the cool kids don't wash their hands. Yeah. <laughs> What would you think, though, Tom, if you came over to my house for dinner and I, like, take my dog outside and come in and I maybe, like, pick up my shoes and move them and then I go to the bathroom and come back and I, like, start cooking steaks for everybody and you notice I don't wash my hands. Does that not gross you out? No, it. this is, like, a, a real issue for me, <laughs> like, something that I struggle with. I yeah. If I see somebody not wash their hands and there's food related at all, I like shut down. I, I <laughs> my norm- body shuts down. <laughs> I normally turn into that guy and I go, "Did you wash your hands?" Good for you, man. I can't. I can't him. help it. Like, gotta call him out. I cannot help it. I've made some people pretty pissed before by saying it, but I'm like, if you want me to eat that, like you just did, just took the garbage out and you didn't wash your hands. Like, I no, I definitely agree, and it's I had. It's funny, but it's cute. My daughter, who is six, um, she knows. It's, this isn't really a germ thing. It's just a clean thing. But she knows that if she wants to play a game with me and she wants to touch one of my controllers, she has to wash her hands first. I hate it when people like let their kids like sneeze on their hands and then eat goldfish crackers, and they've got like seven layers of scrunch on their, <laughs> on their hands, and, and they're like, go touch all these electronics. What's up, Beef? I was going to say, how many, how often do you see people coughing or sneezing into their hands there while you're working? I'd rather them sneeze in their hand and into nothing. But um, the whole like sneezing and coughing thing in a restaurant right now is just pretty wild in general. Like, there was a lady in there the other day. She had like COPD. She mm. was like coughing for like that reason. And like talking to her, it was aware. I mean, I was perfectly aware that she was not sick. <laughs> but you should have seen the people around the restaurant listening to this lady cough. Like the first couple times she did it, it was like no big deal. And then she'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, like she was beating the shit out of a child. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> the lurks, death the looks. stares. Like, oh, okay. Like there's COVID in here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Calm down. She just like coughs, you know, I don't know. It's just, the job that I was working at before the one I am now. There was a substance in the air that would that I think I might have been allergic to or whatever, and it caused me to cough a lot. And man, I it was like right in the middle of the pandemic, and I would go into like doc, doctors' offices and stuff, and I would get on a coughing thing. And I like always had to have something to drink with me. And man, people would look at me like super shitty, like like what are you doing out, Mister COVID, like. Even at a doctor's yeah. office, <laughs> even though I didn't wasn't sick, it was just a cough from something else. But I think that's like been interesting is that like anytime somebody coughs now, it's because they got COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and mm-hmm. like you just stayed your ass home. <laughs> <laughs> you want to kill everybody? It's a smoker's cough, but <laughs> yeah, I I remember once in college a professor who was from New Jersey said that like yeah she's like I hate. Or she said, it's different going to the movies here in the Midwest than it was back home. She said, I think she said in New Jersey or somewhere in New York. She said, if you were to go to like the opera or the theater, she said, if you were coughing and if you coughed more than once, she said, there was an attendant there offering you a cough drop. And if you either took the cough drop or didn't and you kept on coughing, she's like, you were escorted out. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, I hate it. I hate it. Like, the thought of 
it's old people. Old people don't even realize they're doing it. I think they're just constantly emitting various mm. substances from their body constantly that they don't even think about it anymore. But especially at a restaurant, it's really bad. But I hate when you're at the movies or at a theater where some somebody back like, <coughs> and then like it's like wow, <laughs> it echoes throughout the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> So maybe if nothing else, COVID is going to like make it ex- okay to like take those people and throw them out in the street <laughs> like DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> this wasn't even something that we had really uh, talked about talking about today, but what about the movie theater and like post-COVID? Like should it be okay to go there, you mean? Yeah, like you think it – not necessarily should it be okay. Like I'm all for everything being okay and you protect yourself and do what you think is best for you, but – um do you guys think like the theater will take off again? Hmm. Do you feel comfortable going? I think it'll I think it'll eventually go back to maybe not as big as it was before, but definitely I mean what's the difference of going to watch a movie is going to the restaurant and eating dinner, you know, kind of the same same thing, I think. Yeah, I hope that movie theater, the industry, I hope it can go back to being normal, but and people are idiots, and they just suck. I mean, <laughs> it's true now, and it was true before. Well, my wife and I went to go see a movie a couple of weeks ago, and these people in front of us talking about like hygiene and stuff like this. It was very—they <laughs> were stupid, and they were—they were dirty. There's just no other way to say it. Wow. It doesn't have anything to do with their socioeconomic status, but like they had obviously not showered. One guy had obviously not showered. He smelled so bad that it was like wafting across the theater and then his idiot oh, friend man. comes in of course he was wearing a flat bill sideways <laughs> just kidding um his idiot friend comes in he's like hey how's it going oh, oh, oh. <laughs> his friend was like shut up during then, the movie yeah so we had these two chuckleheads in front of us and then we had these jackasses sit behind us that they thought it was their job to like make a running commentary through the whole movie and they kept kicking the seats behind us and it's like it's like COVID doesn't have anything to do with it. It's like people still suck. They're still idiots. <laughs> so. Was there uh, like a certain seating arrangement in the theater? Or just no, it was, uh, it was wide open. You could, of course, you could sit uh-huh. anywhere you want. And these two jackasses sit right behind my wife. It's like you've got 80% of the theater is open. Why are you sitting directly behind us? <laughs> I yeah, hate it, it when people do that. I talked to a family the other day at, uh, at the restaurant and... They were bringing their daughter for college at ISU. They all had superhero shirts on. And I was asking if they were superhero people. And the kid, he was about 25. He was like, dude, are we ever superhero people? He was like, I have three Spider-Man suits. I have a uh, Iron Man helmet. I have, like, the friend of Iron Man's helmet. He said, I have a Thor hammer that's, like, 55 pounds. And he was, like, telling me all the stuff he had. And, uh... They, for every single Marvel movie, their whole family, like, requests the day. This is pretty cool. They, like, all request the day off. And then they, like, wear their favorite, like, character shirt. And they go, they live up by Chicago. And they go to one of those, like, fancy theaters where they, like, serve you dinner and everything. Mm -hmm. And they go as, like, a family. And it's, like, a big family thing for them. Uh, The lady's granddaughter just turned, like, four. So they did, like, a... And she's big on Baby Yoda, so they did like they dressed her up like Baby Yoda, and everybody dressed in like Star Wars stuff for the for the birthday party for the birthday party. So that is pretty cool. It was pretty cool just to see like a modern day family that like has something that like I'm not a big superhero person, but I thought it was cool that like they did something together as a family because you don't see that like that often anymore. But I thought it was interesting hearing what their theaters are compared to our theaters, like. Like, their seats are, like, reclining seats and have, like, massage chairs built into them. And they have, like, servers at their theaters and stuff. And the the local Terre Haute Theater, I'm not even sure they clean that thing once a week. Well, I don't want to crap all over the theater. I know they're, like, just barely hanging on by a thread right now. But it's, like, it is man, a cultural it, thing, too. Like, clean that thing up, man. Like, <laughs> like I get frustrated. Like, I'm to the point I don't want to go anymore because I'm like, man, it's not clean in here. Like, Yeah, and I, I just, I wish that. And you're spending good money to go. I mean, yeah. it's not like well, it's $5 to get in and $5 for popcorn. Like, if me and my girlfriend go to the movie, it's probably, we're probably spending $50 on popcorn and 
and movie seats. Yeah, now you're sounding like a tight ass now. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, you, you may have to uh, remember they may be understaffed right now. Yeah. Also, so they may be struggling a bit there. I just wish that people would just not act like idiots and be considerate of the people around. My new thing is to drive in. Oh, yeah. I predominantly yeah. go there. Yeah, and that, that, they're doing well now, too. So if your seats aren't clean at the drive-in, you yeah. know who to blame. Yeah, it's your own damn fault. <laughs> it's so much better, too, Like, in, in all honesty. like It's cheaper to get in. The one we go to has really affordable like snacks and food. Um, you know, We have a decent car. You could car. bring your own dinner. I mean, I technically think they would probably frown upon that because they want you to buy snacks there. But ah. they are a business beef. But uh, Beef would drive in mm-hmm. with a couple bags from Arby's. But... uh. <laughs> You know, like we have a convertible, so we pull in and we put the top down, and then you park on like the little incline thing, and then basically you're in a recliner seat that's heated and air conditioned, and you've got surround sound right there if you have a nice stereo in your car. So I don't got no reason to go to the movie theater anymore. I think a lot of people still prefer to go to like a regular movie theater. Um, and I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm glad that they have that option again. I hope that. I hope that they both do well. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I Brandon and I are sitting downstairs. I have a fairly decent home theater setup, though. I think for me, for the foreseeable future, I'll probably be watching movies down here. Um, that's my preference. But let me ask you guys a, a question. So let's say, not that it seems like it ever will, but let's say things go back to quote-unquote normal and we haven't had like a COVID or whatever type of virus that's absorbing or that's... Uh, dominating the news cycle and let's say you see people wearing masks maybe during flu season or something like that it's not required most people aren't doing it but you see somebody wearing a mask do you think that should be uh how would you react to that it's none of my business yeah i think it should be socially acceptable i think do you man i, I say that a lot <laughs> you do so, you that's what i'm on the saints but like Unless you doing you is not washing your hands. <laughs> yeah. If you don't wash your hands after you do you. <laughs> no, but anyways, like I don't see why people, I don't personally want to wear a mask. I don't personally know that I think that it's all that beneficial. Um, But it doesn't bother me to see you wear a mask. Like, not at all. Like, and why should it? Like, yeah. Even if you don't agree with wearing it, like. If this person feels safer wearing it, then like who cares? Like, well, like Beef said, socially acceptable. I hope that like we can get to a point where the flu, like if we go back to like regular flu seasons or whatever, or people are worried about getting colds and like respiratory stuff. Like, I hope that we can get to a point as as a society where some people want to wear a mask, even if they're not being told to. That that's okay. (laughs) I mean, we're okay with people having purple hair and yeah, (laughs) yeah. Why is a mask the thing that people want to like? Yeah, and it's like if somebody if they you can just tell by their eyes even if they're wearing a mask you can tell by their eyes if they're not feeling well right mm-hmm. and if they were like standing in line at the pharmacy at Kroger or something like that and then you could hear like behind the mask like <laughs> it's like I'm glad they're wearing a mask like it's kind of containing mm-hmm. all of those little molecules from going out all over the place so you know like yeah. I said I I don't wear one most of the time um, unless somebody asks me to. Um, we went to dinner yesterday. Yesterday was my birthday, and we went to a, a busy restaurant, and my girlfriend decided to wear a mask while we were on the inside. And more power to her. I think for her, it was a very smart decision. She works in a nursing home. Um, she doesn't want to take those germs into people. And, you know, if you feel more comfortable wearing one, wear one. Uh, I don't see why anybody yeah. would be upset with somebody doing something that they thought would protect them, even if it's like wearing a helmet on a motorcycle. I don't wear one, but. I'm gonna be upset at you for wearing <laughs> one. I feel, you know, pretty uh, safe with my capabilities and handling the motorcycle, so I don't feel like I need one. But if you feel like you need, and I've also wrecked one, so. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. I shall say that. But yeah, the only place uh, I wouldn't want somebody to wear one is if I was at the bank and somebody <laughs> walked in with a ski mask. Dude, on, I totally and thought I might about find that. that a little unacceptable. <laughs> I may be as a test the other day just to see what would happen like i had i've got the like i don't know they call them gators i think Mm -hmm. like i have a big face so the paper masks don't fit me very well (laughs) so i had my mask pulled up i pulled it like up to my eyes and i had like a flat bill hat on and i had it pulled down and i had sunglasses on and i was like i wonder if the light let me 
come in here like that. And I walked up and deposited money and everything like that. And I was like, if there was ever a time to like rob a bank, <laughs> it's right like, now. <laughs> it's right now. Before they no hit. one even batted an eye, and I basically had a disguise on, like, <laughs> <laughs> like the Invisible Man in that old movie, <laughs> sunglasses and the hat. Yeah. I was at a like a reunion sort of get together with some old friends last night, and we were inside, and uh, we were wearing masks because it was on a it was part of a, a bigger group that mandated that and like i'm not gonna say whether i thought we should or shouldn't or any of the politics i was just thinking man it sucks that we have to do this in here and i know that like the people who probably were more comfortable it's not like they're like i love wearing masks you know so i know that i'm not even making that argument i'm just saying that like as much as i am against that idea of like we have to hug to be human and we all have emotions and needs it's like i don't care what your emotional or physical needs are like don't freaking touch me but like <laughs> There is something more, uh, you know, to sound like a total douche, there's something a lot more human about seeing somebody's entire face, right, instead mm-hmm. of just the mask. And, like, I know it's hopefully not forever, and I know that there's the people who are doing that are usually doing it with good intentions. I'm just like, I hope that this isn't the new normal where at a private get-together, you're expected to <laughs> you Oh, know it was at I mean? a private get-together. It was at a private get-together, but it was at a semi-public space. Uh, that was subject to other people's rules. Does that make sense? You have to share more information off, off, <laughs> offline, as the cool kids say. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And I don't want to dwell on that forever. It's just like, as somebody who is pretty anti, like you know, man, being a man is all about sharing your emotions and being vulnerable. Blah, 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 you know, like whatever. Shut up, you damn hippie. My, I, I do see like the the thought of like trying to see old friends that I haven't seen in five or six years and only being able to see half their face. Like it does have an effect, let alone the practical things of like, I'm wearing a mask now. So I have to shot. <laughs> and then that with all of our kids running around, it was hard to communicate. <laughs> so. I know for me, my hearing is not the best um, from not protecting it, you know, in different work environments and on your um, motorcycle, <laughs> motorcycles and four wheelers and things like that, that I go above and beyond to make them as loud as I possibly can. <laughs> But I read lips, and the mask thing, especially working in a restaurant, has caused kind of a serious like thing for me is that I can't hear people. <laughs> and people, you know, when they order at a restaurant, tend to look down anyway. Um, so their voice is already not projected at me, and then the mask covers their mouth up, so I can't, you know, read their lips at all either, so... <laughs> They should just do what I do at a Mexican restaurant and just point at what I want. <laughs> I don't want to butcher, butcher your language and your culture. So <laughs> you tell me what this is. Have a quesadilla. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I, that's a practical thing. And I've had meetings with people this week and sometimes they're older people and I could tell that they're kind of miffed anyway. And then it's like, you have to ask them to repeat themselves three times. And it's like, well, this is awesome. So, <laughs> um, Brandon, you talking about your workplace. So I work, I go out and I meet people, but I also work in an office. Beef, you work in an office, but you also work, you know, out, out mm-hmm. uh, in the field, so to speak. What do you guys think? Here's another hypothetical question for you: Should we just out, not outlaw, but should a private business? What would you think if they just said, like, okay, no more physical contact between employees and guests at all? Like, just nope, none, not at all. Like maybe nux, and that would be it. <laughs> what would you guys think about that? Uh, that's weird. I guess if there was no COVID, a handshake would be acceptable, right? To just be like, okay, no, no physical contact. What would you? What do you think? Why is it? Why is that weird? Well, it's part of human nature. I mean, the, you know, shake hands or, yeah, I mean, like whatever. You got your friend at work, and you go in, you know, like smack them on the back or something, and like they make that rule, and then you go in and do that, and you're like, did the police see me? Like. This feels like a really rigid thing. Like I think there are people who are way too touchy, and I'm not a super touchy feely person either. But I think it would be weird to say like, "Don't ever touch anybody." Like, but where do you draw the as line? As nobody's at, coughing cre- or on like, each other. I, and I mean, get that that's a weird thing to say, but you said draw the line at creepiness. But here's the thing: so like, I'm not one of those guys who thinks that a guy should get his ass suit off if a girl walks in and he says, "Oh, did you get a haircut over the weekend, or did you color your hair?" Like, I don't think there should be a lawsuit for that, but I try to think of it from a woman's perspective and it's like for them, 
the line of creepiness might be a lot more rigid than it is for other guys. You know what I mean? Like you talked about going in and like slapping a guy on the back and like, yeah, I know that there's nothing sexual about that. But if you're a female and a guy walks in and he like maybe like pats you on the back or like lets his hand linger or something like that. Maybe he doesn't mean anything by it. Maybe he does. I don't know. But it's like there are girls who do that shit too, though. I know, but like to me, it's one thing if a a little petite girl goes up to like a six foot five guy and like pats him on the back and leaves her hand there for a second. It's another thing for like a three hundred pounder, six foot three guy to come in and like put his hand on this little girl's shoulder. I say little girl on like a, a smaller woman's shoulder and leave it there. Like that might you know what I mean. It's not. It doesn't work the same both ways. It's a lot easier. But should for, it though? Like, <laughs> like I feel like sexual harassment is sexual harassment, and I think we paint it to like only guys can sexually harass girls. But I've seen it happen the other way, and like it's okay. But it's I don't. I'm like, just talking about okay? like. I'm just talking about like. Well, we're talking about COVID. You're trying to eliminate situations that could spread germs, right? Mm-hmm. And like for me, sexual harassment, it's like just eliminate situations that might make people uncomfortable. Like, and it's even guys too. Like some guys don't like to be touched at all, whether it's by a guy or by a girl. And it's like people shouldn't have to say, uh, could you not do that? That makes me uncomfortable. It's yeah. just like my thought is if you're like in an office or something like that, just don't, don't touch people. There's no, <laughs> there's no need mm-hmm. to touch people or something like that. You know what I mean? If you go out on the job with somebody and, like, you know them really well and you know that they're okay with it, that's one thing to, like, slap them on the back. But. Well, I think it's just weird to touch people that you're not, like, once again, like, if, if, we're, like not, hug. if we're not like that, then don't touch me. Yeah, right? if, you're not, if you're not related or yeah, you know, close. Well, if, that's the thing, too. If like, I don't talk to you about personal things that go on in my life, then you probably don't need to touch me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not looking mm-hmm. for any kind of a, like guest at the restaurant will touch me all the time and i'm like why are you touching me <laughs> you don't even know what my name is until five minutes ago when i told you like yeah now in there's the some place there's some extreme there's no exceptions people that you know have been coming in for 10 years that i've waited on and i've created a relationship with them and that's yeah. a little different but like mm-hmm. old women will reach out and like grab your arm sometimes like that's weird um and not even just the physical piece of this but like the shit that people say to their waiters or servers and think is okay is mind-blowing. And if you could read the surveys that come in now that we have these little computers on the desk, like comments that people make about their server, like (laughs) there are things that if like it was tied to you, you could go to jail for people, like things that people say about their servers. Like my, uh, (laughs) my wife works uh, in an environment where she's facing the public and trying to like help them and stuff. And I think it's similar to what you're saying, Brandon, the things people will say to her and her coworkers, the way that they get treated, it's like, if she didn't have that like corporate, mm-hmm. you know, that what, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but because she's got that logo on her uniform, she can't respond. <laughs> Even though people know. know that. Like, yeah, and they take advantage of that. And that yeah. really, pisses me off yeah. when people do that <laughs> like um with the mask thing that we talked about we have a, we did it one time have a rule where we asked you to wear a mask entering the restaurant to the table i agree it's stupid like i didn't think because you're just gonna take it off it doesn't make down. any sense because once you sit down you take off your mask however that was what corporate was asking to be done it's no different than you asking me to take my shoes off when I come to your house. It was, you know, if you don't like the rule, don't you don't have to participate. You can leave. And in all honesty, if you would have walked to the table and not have put one on, no one was going to tackle you. But we had a we had like a six foot. Get down, three, Mr. President. <laughs> like great big guy in his like fifties, like scream and yell at a fifteen year old child, basically sixteen year. I think she's sixteen and like call her and all kinds of stuff. And I was like. And we were, like, supposed to, like, all just let that go. And I wanted to be, like, I wanted to clap this dude so bad <laughs> and teach him what manners were. And it's, like, well, like people, I, old people, man, people 50 and older think they can say whatever they want to say, too. Like, <laughs> the sexual the things that they boomers. say to servers, like, male and female, it is just, like, like, some of it I can't even, like, talk about on here because we're not an explicit show. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it is mind-blowing. And, like, there was this guy the other day. Uh, one of the girls was getting ready to come in for a shift, and a customer was in the parking lot with her. And 
he was like close to sixty years sixty years old sixty years old. Sometimes I can't talk. Um, the server is mid twenties, late twenties, and the guy felt the need to tell her that she was extremely attractive. Maybe did, did she go home and jump in bed with him right after that's, that? That's <laughs> kind of weird already, but okay. You know, she said thank you for the compliment, and so ends up this girl waits on this guy, and he just kept telling her how gorgeous she was and how pretty. And it's like, does this guy think for one, this girl's interested in him? She's literally forty years younger, like, and this guy wasn't like a good-looking old man that like had a bunch of money or something like maybe could pull off a 20 year old either <laughs> see like cousin eddie this guy was not plus 20 years <laughs> but he was just being weird and creepy and it was like where why like what makes you think that's okay and we have like these nursing homes come and i get to some of these people might be are a little bit dementia up and stuff but <laughs> some of them are not and they like use it as an excuse to like be able to say stuff I like one time had an old lady who was obviously like completely um, about her faculties. She was in the nursing home for other reasons. Basically asked me to have sex with her at the table and <laughs> like, and then laughed and like, I was super uncomfortable and they all thought that it was like perfectly okay. And <laughs> they were like making jokes that it made me uncomfortable. And I was like, like what the hell goes through people's minds to think they can say shit like that? Like, yeah, and I can remember uh, walking around with a newborn out in public. If it was below 70 degrees out and I didn't have a baby, you know, like swaddled up, these old ladies would be like, that baby should not be out in this weather. And I would be like, you shouldn't be out in public without a bag over your head. Go shut the hell up. You know yeah. I mean? Mind your own business. <laughs> when you get old, you just say what you want because you, maybe you just don't care. There's I, no consequence for them. So <laughs> just... Yeah. They can get away with it. I think, like, you know how Walmart has, like, the recycling bags? Like, the big boxes out front where you're supposed to recycle stuff or whatever. And then they've got, like, the uh-huh. trash bags. I think there should be, like, a wood chipper for old people. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, did an old lady say something that was really <laughs> inconsiderate and pissed I think most of the time, Just give her a little elbow. <laughs> most of the time, people get away with saying shit like that because they have, the, like, personality to where they're, like, they know that the average person isn't going to, like, call them on it. Mm-hmm. And like, I wish for like one day it was like okay to like, like if you whoop someone's ass today, it's all right. Like, because <laughs> there's like people that got it coming. Brandon wants the purge at the nursing home. That's what he wants. <laughs> not, not like I don't know. I just like like there's some there's definitely people that like if it wasn't for like the rules of society and stuff that I would let them know what I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you say that now. It reminds me, Bill Burr has talked about how. Sometimes women, because they know it's like socially unacceptable to hit a woman, and some guys, they they know they can say whatever they want because they feel like they're never going to get punched in the face. <laughs> that's that's not like what you're talking about. So, what well, what do you guys think about uh, handshakes? You know, going back to that again, and what's your guys' take on that? It's it's kind of when you stop and think about it, it's like why do we shake hands? It's like well, because we always have, right? It's not like. We all made a conscious decision in our lives that, that like, oh, I think what I'm going to do is stick my hand out. The other person will stick their hand out and will shake. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like we do it because we've always done it. And just because we've always done something doesn't mean we should always do it. So my thought like is. Like wearing a tie. Like why do we, why do we wear a tie? What, yeah. what been, like if you look at like, I don't know, just like normal business attire, like it's been the same for like ever. And sometimes I look at a tie and I'm like, did that serve a purpose at some time? or. <laughs> Is that like a handkerchief for a guy? Like, <laughs> it's for the guys that don't wash their hands at the urinal. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get what you're saying, though. In that, like, are we just doing it because we've always? Done yeah. It? But Brandon, I know that you you're you're a fan of the handshake, right? I like handshaking. I, I think it shows respect. I think it's also like for people that don't know boundaries, <laughs> we, like we talked about with the touching and stuff. Like, it's like the go to, like. Yeah. Maybe if you don't know how to handle yourself in a social situation, like, like that's where you should go. But social protocol dictates that I should now shake your hand. But, like, for me, it, there's a lot to be learned about a person in a handshake. Like, I'm a big analytical person, and I try to, like, figure out people. And I feel like, you know, you can tell a lot about a person by the way they shake your hand. If, you know, they give you a firm handshake, if they look you in the eye, um, if they look like they're put out to have to do it. Um if they 
you know, seem like they feel like they're better than you. Um, you know, if I'm going to buy something from someone, I'm still a big, like, I'm a man of my word type person. So, like, if you look me in the eye and I trust, you know, you're not going to trust everybody. But, like, Thomas, for instance, if you were like, you know, this thing works and shook my hand and I bought it from you and I went home and it didn't work, I'd be like pretty pissed because i'd be like you know i, I trust, shook his hand i trust thomas <laughs> and like man he gave me that man seal that like <laughs> the man seal <laughs> like, like we're good on this like so i don't know like the handshake's important to me it's something that i would you know not want to see go away completely because i just feel like it's i grew up that a handshake was like respectful and yeah and you want to make a good first impression i also might go wash my hands after i say someone's <laughs> hand but yeah mm-hmm the thing is that, like, when you talk about a good handshake, like, what makes a good handshake, it's usually things like eye contact, a firm handshake, like, just a, a calm, steady cadence in your voice and, like, mm-hmm. a calm, steady shake. But, like, that all can be learned. And you know who the people that usually have good handshakes are people like politicians, lawyers, car salesmen, you know, people whose job it is to screw you, basically. True, true. <laughs> so that's why <laughs> I understand the importance of wanting to make a good first impression. I really do. But it's like <laughs> you can also be deceived through a good handshake. Um, mm-hmm. You could also miss out on a really good, like, you know, somebody has a horrible handshake in an interview. And, like, the first 10 seconds of the interview, you're like, man, that person has, like, a shitty handshake. Yeah. And it gives you some kind of negative connotation towards that person. You might miss out on a really, you know, great candidate because it was something silly. So I had a... Have you guys... Go ahead, Beef. I was going to say, have you guys ever went in for a handshake with someone before and accidentally did like the forearm shake or the the dead fish shake or something like that? Oh, yeah, where you like miss and and then you like have anxiety about it for like the next five minutes. You're like, oh, man, I missed the hand or... Yeah. I feel like the one that happens to me is I miss like locking it in in the like right spot, and then like yeah. you have no grip strength because you're like shaking with your fingers, mm-hmm. and then you're like, man, I just gave them like not a firm handshake. They probably think I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you got to look down first to make sure that your hands in the right position, yeah, and almost, then you look up at them. You know, you almost want to be like, can, can we redo that? Like <laughs> the other person's like, well, is this a job interview or a tea party? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so like you guys i think i've already made it clear that i feel like if we outlawed physical contact between strangers and acquaintances i'd be okay with that <laughs> what if uh so brandon you still want to like have eye contact and like have like a solemn like we are meeting here we are on equal ground i'm treating you as an equal and i'm trying to build trust so you know how the japanese typically greet each other right with the bow yeah i think we should adopt the bow because they look each other in the eye it's a uh, respectful but nobody touches anybody <laughs> they don't like reach out and you know like shake their hands they just like uh they stand back they put their hands on their sides and they give a short bow i think i am all for bringing that the to moral the of the story is tom has a big problem with physical comfort. yeah my therapist hasn't figured it out yet <laughs> no <laughs> I just I don't like it. And too much of it is the thought of like they've been picking their nose, they've been coughing, they've been going to the bathroom. I don't know if they wash oh, their yeah, hands. I, and... I feel you. I feel you. And also like just, just I, why? I, I you know like I said I I think a handshake is important for a few reasons, but at the same time like I'm also that germaphobic guy. Yeah. <laughs> so like sometimes I'm like oh man you know what have they touched or like the worst for me is if I like go out to dinner with somebody. And they, like, stand up and shake my hand, and then I feel like I have to, like, immediately sit down and eat dinner. Like, I'm always going to find a way to go to the bathroom and wash my hands before, like, <laughs> like before I eat. Like, the hand sanitizer thing's made, like, everybody has hand sanitizer now, and it's, like, no longer, like, socially weird to, like, pull out and, you know. Yeah, which not, not offensive. That actually, like, makes things a little easier for me, too, because, hmm. you know, I can, like, shake somebody's hand like at a dinner party or something and sit down and then I'll ask my girlfriend about, hey, you got that sanitizer over there? And then it's not <laughs> like... Sanitizer. You like that? It's, uh, <laughs> it's no longer like it's as awkward. new slang. I know. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, copyright my, that. Yeah, on my t-shirt. Oh, maybe we'll sell the BBT show, Hanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Sounds a lot like Sean Hannity, though. Might, <laughs> might get some people confused. <laughs> You guys have anything else you want to say on the main topic? I don't. I'm good. 
Beef, do you want to close it out by saying, all right, well, we learned that. All right, guys. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. So what did we learn today? Wash your freaking hands. <laughs> well put, Brady. <laughs> In a world where most men struggle with mediocrity, one man is on a journey to find greatness to be the best version of himself. That man is me, Brandon. That's all right, guys. I'm on a journey to be excellent. You know how I do that? I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. <laughs> then I wash my freaking hands. <laughs> he washes it with soap. Yeah, with soap. Yeah. <laughs> soap and hot water. 30 seconds. So, Brandon, I know you've been busy at work lately, so have you been uh, improving yourself these past few weeks? Well, I've been doing some interviews and Zoom calls and, and possibly making a slight career shift. Really? Yeah, I don't want to say anything dead certain until it's happened. But We could be, uh, we could be co-hosting with a big shot here, Beef, it sounds like. <laughs> Maybe full-time crypto trader here now. <laughs> might be, might be something. So you're looking at maybe shaking things up on the professional side, huh? Yeah, maybe making a couple changes. Um, I've still been dabbling and dibbling in the market. I would say you're keeping those side hustles going strong, aren't you? Yep the uh, the trend line is looking good right now. Is it really? <laughs> I actually didn't want it to look good yet because I still want to keep putting money in low. Maybe your money will grow. <laughs> well, what about you, Tom? You got you got anything cool to talk about this week? Yeah, beef. Beef didn't have any new horsecraft stuff, right? Beef. <laughs> <laughs> no new horsecraft. Just Bas- same old, same old stuff. You guys have heard. Basically, the same happens. So basically, I bought something at Costco that wasn't the same <laughs> yeah. price. Yeah. Be- beef, our friend, the world's youngest senior citizen, went to the store, got confused about the price, and. <laughs> <laughs> Made a big thing. Oh, I got a coupon in the mail that said this was eighty percent off. <laughs> My mom's name's Karen. I honor need to talk to. Them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll bring this home here. So I was recently reading in the journal. <laughs> I uh, I currently have a uh, digital subscription to the Wall Street Journal. I'm not sure how long I'm going to let that ride out, but. Uh, they had an article about how for Gen Zers, I don't know if you guys know what Gen Z is, but it's a uh, the generation that's just now graduating from college. I think. What are we? Millennials. Are, are we? we're Gen X? No, we're no. not Gen X. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure that we are on the older side of millennials because I think the millennial generation technically started in '85. So we are. I uh, need to quit talking shit about millennials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, about ourselves. Technically, we're millennials, but when most people talk about millennials, I don't really feel like I identify with them. But that's usually because when people talk about millennials, it's in a negative context. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, no, there's a new generation everybody can talk bad about, and that's Generation Z. And uh, the premise of the article was, so these kids who graduated college, the ones that graduated last year, they got full-time jobs, and they immediately went into a remote work environment because it was during the pandemic, right? During the full shutdown. Oh yeah. And said for them, remote work is normal off switching to an office based job would be strange. And they were talking about what it is. These kids were used to like how they got used to finishing school up remotely and then starting work remotely. And they said some of their mentors are really good about like grabbing them after a zoom call and be like, listen, so, I know we all talked about this, but you might not have noticed that Dave from accounting made a comment about Jim from sales and, you know, like, you know, they have a whole history. <laughs> you know I mean? uh, they tried to kind of bridge the gap between being remote and being in person. One thing that I thought was interesting in this article was it said that more of the older workers actually preferred staying remote uh, as compared to the younger people. So more of the younger people in this survey were ready to go into an office either full time or like you know, two thirds time or whatever. And more of the old people were just like, just let me stay home. Like I'm tired. Let me stay home and work from here. Mm-hmm. So it's been interesting to think about. I know Brandon, uh, you had some thoughts last year on quote unquote essential workers and <laughs> everything else. And I know that not everybody has the option to stay home and work remotely, but it's been, we talk about this new normal. It's been interesting to think about, you know, we talked about physical contact in the workplace and stuff like that. Um, 
but some people for them for the foreseeable future they're going to be working remotely there will be no office for them aside from maybe you know three or four times a year so it's just uh, the article was kind of interesting because it, it everybody's been talking about working remotely and stuff like that but it put kind of a different spin on it by talking about what they actually miss out on and what these young people who've never worked in an office are looking forward to when they move to an office. So, uh, do you guys have any thoughts on that? I'm trying to put them together. I'm, uh, I'm siding with the older people. If I can stay home and, and work, I'll do that. I like, I think the best if possible is like a hybrid situation where you don't have to be in the office every day of the week. If there's stuff you can do from home, do it from home. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'd be lying if I said I didn't see the value in being in the office at least sometimes because sometimes I feel like I can go to the office and get three or four things done in an hour that might have taken <laughs> who knows how long if I was trying to get a hold of everybody on, you know, like the message boards or email or whatever. Right. It might depend on if you have like an office and printer and everything at your house. Yeah. I have never had a chance to work remotely. And as a person who worked a lot of hours during the pandemic, through two jobs you know i can't say for sure what i would do in in the situation of working from home because i haven't done it but i have talked to a lot of people who have and i feel like some of those people did not work as hard at home as they would (laughs) have at the office um and you know from a business employer standpoint i would think that like it is beneficial to have those people go to work so that they can be kind of monitored um and make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing um i heard stories of people watching youtube while they were supposed to be working and you know as long as their computer was logged in they were technically at work and they maybe were not even at their computer uh i think (laughs) there were definitely people who took advantage of that situation i heard a story about teachers who were supposed to be at their home ready to take calls from students and answer questions that <laughs> during that time they went to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Shit like that happened. Yeah. And I can tell you as a person who, like I said, we were the job that I was, the factory that I was working at, we were at a time where, you know, we didn't have, you know, a lot of people on site that did other jobs other than operations. And there were times where it would have been very beneficial to have those people there. And they didn't want to be bothered by coming into work. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that pissed me the hell off. Like, there were several times where there were things that we could have used having some of those people there, and it created more work for us in the end because they basically were like, I don't want to be bothered with this, or they didn't want to answer phone calls or whatever. And it mm-hmm. was really frustrating. And then I remember seeing, like, a video come out from corporate where they were kind of discussing, like, you know, Thank you to the people who are like, you know, the, basically they forgot about the people who were going to work and assumed that everybody was working from home. And they were saying, you know, like, I know that this can be rough and, you know, take this time to, like, spend it with your family and your pets. And these aren't, you know, times that are going to last forever. And I'm sorry if your ears hurt from your earbuds. And, like, I got <laughs> pretty angry because I was like, man, that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> we're here working so extra <laughs> trying to, like hit all these goals and everything and you know we're saying thank you to these people for sitting at home like <laughs> yeah so uh, the, the people working from home were the the essential heroes then yeah, yeah. yeah. so i don't know like Are you this is going to make me sound like a totally pretentious douchebag but i don't care you mentioned um how some of your friends who quote unquote worked from home maybe weren't working that hard mm-hmm. and you feel like they should be in the office being monitored there's this guy named cal newport who writes a lot about like focus and productivity and stuff like that. And he had an article in the New Yorker and that's where I say, I'm going to sound like a pretentious douche, but whatever. (laughs) But he said he thinks the best solution is like, it doesn't matter if you're in the office or at home. He said, he talked to people who had like tried these different strategies out in human resources. And they said, you know, they tried to have like so many days here, so many days there. And finally they just said like, listen, whatever your job is, talk to your manager, make goals. And they said, as long as you make those goals, we don't care what you do. So if your goal is to like have, you know, 40 reports done by the end of the month, they're like, if you have those 40 reports done by the end of the month, we don't care if you work from home five days a week. We don't care if you work 12 hours a day for three days a week. You know what I mean? They're like, we don't care. <laughs> like, as long as you meet your goals, we're happy. And they said that like productivity went up. And I'm not saying this is like a one size fits all solution, 
but it was pretty much saying that like if you have a job and you get that job done like we don't care don't feel like you have to come into the office don't feel like you have to do anything just get the job done uh, and i think there's a valid point to that and i think that there probably are people who are more productive i also think as as a person who doesn't have a degree and um you know hasn't had a chance to work in a position like that like when you hear things like that it's easy to take those as like disrespect i guess maybe um because those same people who are saying that are still like looking at you that you need to get these 180 pieces out in this amount of time and we need you here for these amount of hours and you cannot leave five minutes early so it comes across as like you know, if if you work in a factory, for instance, you're not going to get to go home 20 minutes early because you got all your work done. I actually do know one, not to say, I, I know what you're saying. It's true like 98% of the time. So, like, I guess for yeah. a person who worked a job like that to, like, think about the people above me saying, like, well, I got my work done. I'm done for the day. I'm going to watch TV. You know, like, go screw yourself because Boy, you yeah. don't show that same respect to the people below you. You so, and I have both been in that position, but it's like, <laughs> ultimately, it makes you want to get out of that position. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there's something to be said about, like, trying to better yourself and get to the position that's not in that position. But I think there's also something to be said for respecting people at all levels of work and not thinking that just because this is, you know, where this person's at that we can shit on them, too. Well, sure, yeah. But in this particular instance that I was talking about, it was like at a job where every where it was basically office right. workers. You know what I mean? But yeah, but if you've been quiet, what are you what are you thinking over there? Hmm. I'm thinking, uh, you know, the people that aren't working hard or doing their jobs right better watch out because uh, AI is coming out soon, and Elon Musk already uh, has this robot that's like five foot six and 160 pounds and can probably do the job with somebody else so watch out i think this should be a topic for an episode like what jobs will be replaced first by ai <laughs> probably podcasters <laughs> they could make an ai for me be like i have a big head and i'm going to make a dumb joke about how much food i ate last night <laughs> like well i'm out of a job <laughs> my name is tom i have artificial intelligence <laughs> At least I have intelligence, unlike my counterpart, Tom. <laughs> my name is Brandon. I am programmed to speak more slowly and call Tom a tight ass, but I am much more <laughs> of a man. <laughs> there you go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will ever replace beef, though, huh? <laughs> That's horse crap. <laughs> I ordered a beef and cheddar three hours ago. (laughs) Have you seen the new Dixie Chopper? (laughs) It has a 75-inch deck. (laughs) It mows a really big swath. (laughs) Swath? (laughs) Well, these two knuckleheads will be replaced here soon, but beef will still be here, so everybody have a good week. Have a good week. Bye-bye for now. (laughs) (laughs) The Flamin' Feather. (laughs)